The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. Hi, it's Vince Bailey with Black Mental Matters, and I hope all is going all right and well with you at this very moment. It's all right, all right? But you know, according to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, over 46 million Americans regularly deal with a mental illness that has the potential to disrupt your daily life. Unlike physical illness or disabilities, having a mental illness isn't always visible to the people you work with. That can be a double-edged sword. On the one hand, you might not face as much discrimination as somebody with a more visible condition, but then on the other hand, when your mental illness makes doing your work difficult, to outsiders it can look as if you're just not doing your job well, which also makes it hard to get the support you need. Well, on today's podcast, Makiba Reed Johnson, my co-host and resident expert on mental health, she's going to discuss some strategies that you can use to get through that day at work, even when you're not feeling your best. And we all want to feel our best, right? We're talking wellness in the workplace. It's Black Mental Matters, and it starts right now. Welcome again to Black Mental Matters. I'm Vince the Voice along with Makiba Reed. Johnson, how you doing, I'm doing great, Vince. I love how you announced, like, I'm stepping into the ring. I just love that. <laughs> well, you know, we go back to when you was the champ. You still the champ holding the belt. But she is. She's the champion of mental health. Oh, uh, like advocate uh, has been an ambassador. What was that ambassadorship about? Uh, I was a Fit America. I am a Fit America ambassador. It's, okay. it's a program that is trying to get physical activity into elementary and middle schools. Right, yes. right. Because, again, you were a... Uh, a boxing champion mm-hmm. you were a boxing champion and uh uh again um you know mental health so the masters and uh what public I, administration see i ain't got no degree <laughs> so okay. i don't i don't never know <laughs> masters in public your degrees are in experience and yeah. sometimes that is just as important as the 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 letters and the degrees you have well, experience I, I tell you what i'm i, I learned so much from you makiba and that's why i hear today you know we um going to talk about something that affects everybody and that is you know mental health in the workplace oh yeah wellness in the workplace right um particularly for those you know in this world that we live in and a lot of other therapists and nonprofit folks you know are 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 part of our audience you know long hours oh yeah a lot of times you're working with us uh, scarce resources right and so you're putting it in you're putting it in and of course, we talk about self-care, but sometimes uh, just all this work, it can just trigger all kinds of uh, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression. You're trying your hardest. You're working your hardest. Right. And sometimes your coworkers or maybe it's, uh, you know, them or you, whoever, no one knows mm-hmm. that this is going on in your life. Right, right. And no one knows un- until it's too late, until uh, you have some type of breakdown. Until it's too late, until there's a, a, some type of breakdown. And so, again, what we want to talk about today is this uh, workplace wellness. Um, and you hear, you know, the I guess the ultimate or the worst case scenario is when you hear about employees that just go off yeah. and then end up, you know, shooting up the place mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, tearing up the place and things like that. And we definitely don't want that to happen. So, first of all, um, 
Where do we start? Where do we start? Well, I I think we need to, first of all, look at, you know, the number of people who have mental health problems. Okay, It's it's about 20 percent of the U.S. population currently has a mental health condition. So that's like one in every 10 employees. Right. Just just people, just everyday people. And when you think about those everyday people, most people get up every day and go to work somewhere. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 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 this is just part of of what we're experiencing, because when you are getting up with your depression or your anxiety or your bipolar disorder, you are taking it to your job with you Mm -hmm. and you are trying to mask that you don't have it. That's right. That's right. Because you can't, it's not something you can just say, good, I'm just so depressed, you right. know, in the break room. Yeah. They get that, that, that word, get out real quick. Yes. But you can talk about your diabetes mm. and your knee problems mm. and your other health problems, mm. but you cannot, there's not a space, especially at work to talk about mental health problems because it is associated with lack of productivity and incompetence. Wow. Wow. And so... We have one in 10 mm-hmm. out there that is actually uh, dealing with a, a mental health issue. They're there on the job. I guess first I would want to know how do you I mean, is there a way to spot? Say I'm a, I'm a, my coworker. Is there a way to say spot that Sally, Jimmy, Bobby, Frankie, Snoop Dogg, whoever uh, <laughs> is may, may need some mental health uh, help? Yeah, well, I think what we all need to remember is it's usually the person that you think doesn't need any help. It's usually that highly productive person, because when you're looking at mental health issues such as bipolar disorder, which comes with mania, those people can be extremely productive and highly functioning and are usually at the top of some of their departments, at the top of corporations, because their mania allows them to go extended periods of time with doing a lot of work and being highly productive. Mm -hmm. But when they crash, that's the part that people usually don't see. And then there may be some days off and then some, some penalization for taking some days off, but you usually don't know. And what I always tell people, check on that person that you think does not need to be checked on that person that's smiling all the time. That person that seems to have that perfect Instagram page, check on that person, you know, have a a, a candid conversation with them, ask them, Hey, you know, how, are you feeling? Is everything okay? Just make sure that you're having conversations with people at work who you think that don't need the conversation. And you say as a, as a coworker and then especially also, uh, you know, back in another time, you know, as a manager, supervisor mm-hmm. of a department, you know, that, that, that's really what that job is, is managing people uh, right. a lot of times. And so should that manager uh, do that same thing? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If, if you are a manager, well, first of all, you probably have a boss, too. Okay. So managers are under a lot of additional pressure because they're answering to someone as well. And then they're also overseeing the workload and the productivity and the you know performance evaluation of their employees. So that person is getting their list of demands from a person that's above them. They're trying to do their job and then they feel like the people under them is a reflection on them. But you do have a responsibility if you are managing people just to know that there's a person behind that productivity and there's a person behind that job title that might have a life or a circumstance that you don't know anything about and they're just trying their best to manage it. You know, folks a lot of times don't even consider something like that until it happens in their 
case, their family, their daughter, yeah. their son, their brother, whatever like that, you know, oh, you just need to. And then when they find out that, again, someone that they were close to mm-hmm. suffered from depression, then it, it can, you right. know, they're, they're a little more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're a little more sensitive right, to that on, right. at the job. After, after it's happened mm-hmm. to someone that they know. Um, but uh, what a lot of people talk about, Vince, is the fact that when a person passes away from suicide, it's usually the conversation that surrounds it is, oh, they seem so happy, mm-hmm. we were just out together, they never said anything was wrong, we just went to this place together, they seemed like they were okay, that's the person that you need to check on because Mm. people that are highly functional are the ones that are usually putting also on that mask to hide what they're really going through. Mm. And if you want to keep uh, things flowing, because again, this is America and a capitalistic system, Mm -hmm. you know, so a lot of times folks ain't got time, they claim they ain't got time to hear nothing like that. We here to make widgets and we got to make all the widgets. But if your employees, your coworkers, if folks, if their mental health isn't together, Mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to be making too many widgets. No, no. I will shut this mother down. (laughs) And (laughs) the widget, you shut the widget. And and the widget. (laughs) I got some widgets for you, all right. So uh, again, that's what we're talking about here today. We're talking about workplace wellness and and there are some resources out there about that we're going to talk about that as well but um, uh, Makiba I'm just uh, again so the Black Mental Matters project that we're working on it affects every aspect of your life folks. absolutely it affects every and it definitely as you say every well just about according to the folks everybody got a job today you know right. two or three jobs mm-hmm. so again one in ten around you has something that they may need some some help with mentally. Absolutely. And uh, we're bringing light to it here today. Sure. We'll be back in just a moment. Once again, it's Black Mental Matters with Vincent Makiba. Mm-hmm. And today we're talking about workplace wellness, mental health in the uh, workplace. Mm-hmm. And, um, Makiba, you know, Sometimes you got a crappy job. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, you know, I was trying to think of when you're talking to people, I mean, quite a few of them like what they're doing, but a lot of times you hear, I just can't, you know, and which, which to me, first of all, is self-destructive right there. Right. If you don't like where you're at, mm-hmm. I know you need the money, mm-hmm. but you need to get on about it. Right. Uh, if you can. Mm-hmm. or But then how do you put yourself in a mental state where you can at least digest this or, you know, know, knowing that I don't have to do this forever and those kinds of things. Those are some of the day-to-day things that can take you over the edge. Right. No, you're, you're absolutely right because, Vince, when we talk about emotional wellness, workplace wellness, we usually think about the responsibility and the weight of that being on the employer mm. with offering benefits and programs programs that are conducive to um, positive and good mental health with their employees. Mm -hmm. But we as employees need to also understand most of the people that are are at work are are an employee, that that person is working for somebody. So it is your responsibility to also know that it's 
a lot of that is, is up to you. You cannot cherry pick your organization and expect to have your mental health being taken care of by your employer. Now, there, 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 I want to say there, there are assistance mm-hmm. programs. Uh, EAP uh, always comes to mind, employee right. assistance programs. And, uh, you know, even uh, uh, they have uh, uh, gym memberships mm-hmm. sometimes, which is very you know, helpful with your, your mental health. And, uh, you know, if you have alcohol or, or drug addiction, that also falls under the EAP, but if you don't go, exactly right, <laughs> you yeah, can't say yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Or I mean, unfortunately, you might have a supervisor that's not that you don't have. You're not comfortable with, you know, taking days off or time off to go to therapy. Mm. You know, some therapist office close at five, six o'clock. So some people are trying to see a therapist in the middle of a work day mm. and they're trying to come up with an excuse as to why they're not at work. Wow. Yeah. So so if you're in that situation, there are some things that you need to be aware of that you can empower yourself with, with what you're bringing into the workplace every day, just from your own perspective and from the things that you can control. And I think is is definitely for the employer I mean, very well worth it when we hear about these higher profile people mm-hmm. who, you know, ha- uh, have have admitted that they had a mental health yes. issue. Uh, heaven forbid, some of them that uh, actually committed suicide. Yeah. They were very high performing. You you just did not have a clue right. that they were going through. Right, 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 right. We have wealthy people that have mm. died by suicide. You have people that have been accomplished in their careers and their goals that have died by suicide. So that's an indication that there are some deeper underlying issues that were not addressed and we need to start talking about what we can do for ourselves. I'm always telling my sons um, who are 24 and, and 21, great, great kids, that you can be happy at, at, at any job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a lot of what you are bringing into that space. I, I remember I, I just had to go get my, my car tag and then I, it was raining and it was cold and it was early in the morning and I was like, oh, I just don't feel like doing this today. And the young lady that actually did my emissions test, she was so present mm-hmm. and so positive mm-hmm. and was talking about a rainbow she had seen wow. that morning and how mm-hmm. much she loved her job and that she got into her job because her dad showed her how to fix cars at an early age. And it was just such a beautiful experience to see this person at work loving what they were doing, but bringing that into a workplace as opposed to, you know, somebody that could have just been sitting there like, like I was like, oh, I just really don't want to be here right now. It's a lot to do with being present and being aware of your perception of what's going on around you and taking charge sometimes of just being in the moment of, okay, I need to bring this positivity into whatever it is that I'm doing for my own mental health. Wow. that And it's so, sometimes things just seem so uh, simple. Yeah. Like that, what you just said. I mean, you said a lot right there, but it really, it just means, you know, being the best you can be, being happy, you know, uh, like I said, I, I will play back the tape to everything you said, <laughs> but basically that's what it came down right. to. And for me, a lot of times it was confirmation. I mean, I've been, I haven't been in the workforce uh, since uh, for, for a long time. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still working my, my tail off, but I do recall, you know, that I, and I moved up you know quickly mm-hmm. uh every it was like every two years i would you know another but 
no matter what I was doing, I mean, I cleaned railroad cars at one time, you know, it wasn't all media stuff, but even when I was cleaning the railroad, I was like, hey, until I saw that, hey, this was hazardous stuff. I said, you know what, Mr. Johnson, I appreciate the opportunity, but uh, I'm not gonna work here no more. But by having an attitude of, I'm here, so let's make the best out of this time, not, oh, I can't wait to get up out of here kind of thing. People, you know, promoted me or gave me another opportunity to do stuff by what you just said, by being present. So if you gotta be there already, you you're 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 doubling your uh stress on yourself. Complaining, bitching being upset. and moaning yes. all day long. You, you can know? say that. Can I say that? <laughs> I'm sorry it's everybody. Okay. I'm sorry. But but that's you know, I, I see that so many times mm-hmm. and that just adds to your own stress and it just starts that it builds and builds Absolutely. and then over the top. Right, right. And if you can think about how much of your life you are at work, minimum eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. If you think about, if you can be mentally okay for 40 hours a week, That's a good start. Yes. If you can be okay during the time you're at work, that means you're going to be okay when you get home. Yes. So if you're okay at work and you can figure out, okay, how do I bring this sense of peace, sense of well-being, I'm meditating, I'm trying to eat right, I'm trying not to let things get to me, you know, I've got some things going on. The workplace might not be, you know, conducive to your own mental health and you might have to make a decision at a later point. But in the meantime, you have to not magnify it and internalize it and let where it's coming out of you. You know, you have to look at your circumstances. I've heard people that get in their car and they say that their first experience in the car in the morning is they they just feel warm and fuzzy because they're in their car. It feels like a little cockpit. They say they turn the heat on, they've got their Mm -hmm. coffee and I'm like, yeah, that's actually a whole vibe. But that's what being present is. You are Mm -hmm. just in the moment. You're not sitting there thinking, oh Lord, 285, here I come. 45 minutes of traffic. Oh man, you know, I didn't do this on Friday so this is on my desk. No, you are thinking about sitting in your cockpit, turning on your car, turning on NPR or whatever radio station you want to listen to drinking your coffee and being right. present and being in the moment. Right. And if you look back at all those times that you did go through all them changes, it was for nothing. Right. Because everything was all right anyway. Yes. Uh, and it all comes down to, again, putting yourself in the right mental state of mind. Mm-hmm. And that, again, is how in the workplace there can be some wellness for you. Absolutely. Matter of fact, not only that, it can be just a great place that you grow and you learn and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Right, because what you're bringing to work, if if you if you if you have a one hour commute or a 45 minute commute, and you are mad, and I've seen people do this, Whew. they're mad for 45 minutes as soon as they get to work. It's like, hey, good morning, how are you? Oh, I'm tired. It's like, sis, it's only eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> if you start off that way, that's how your entire day is going to be. So the way you start off is the way you end up. One good tip, Vince, is don't start off your morning looking at social media Mm. you know make sure that you get up and you've got some positive things that you're doing and thinking about when you're getting ready for work there's no reason to listen to a whole bunch of negative news and stuff that's going to have you upset while you're in your car listen to a positive uh, podcast Mm. black black middle matters you know that's a good one exactly (laughs) right listen to something that's going to build you up and then when you get to work then you don't have all this heaviness that you're bringing into your workplace because that is a litmus test if you get to work mad 
mad and upset, you are doing something wrong and you really need to look at number one, your workplace environment and number two, what you're bringing to it. Man. All right. Well, we at work right now. I'm feeling good about Me it. Me too. Man, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're going to take a small pause for the cost. Think about it. I mean, you spend all that time at a, at a place. It needs to be a good place for you. Absolutely. It really does. Absolutely. We'll talk about that more. It's Black Mental Matters. Black Mental Matters with uh, Vincent Makiba, and uh, we're getting well in the workplace, Makiba, mm-hmm. um, because again, a place that you're at uh, a lot of your time, it needs to be a place where you feel uh, good. Uh, right. I'm just going to be playing with it. You feel good. Mm-hmm. And so there are some ways that you can increase the opportunity for it to feel good. Talk about that a little right. bit. Right. Well, I think it's a good rule of thumb to make sure that you are not overextending yourself at work. Okay. Know how to say no in a professional way to projects and and, an excessive workload. If you feel like you've got too much on your plate, you know, be able to have a candid conversation with your supervisor or your colleagues about, hey, you know, I need some help with this or can we do in can we work on this as a group? Um, Also, knowing that if you get off at five, it's okay to go home at five o'clock. You don't need to prove anything to somebody by staying five fifteen, five thirty, six o'clock because then you're into the mindset of okay work is not ever really over and that place me. in it is not going to be any different just because you put that you know you it's you wore yourself out unless you work for yourself unless you yeah, right. right if you are working right. a whole bunch of extra hours right. for somebody else you are spinning your wheels wow wow okay what else can we do um to make sure that when you are home shut it down shut it down yes uh, i read a study on generation i mm. the new the i think um ages I think that the cap is about 25 year olds are now in a position where they are not comfortable with their employers emailing them or calling them about anything after work hours. Mm. And that was normal for mine and your generation. Right. You know, you get a ball up uh, and an email from your boss at six o'clock saying, hey, this has been a, there's been a change for the meeting tomorrow. This younger generation is saying, whoa, wait a minute, you're not paying me extra right now. I'm not on <laughs> yeah. the clock, yeah. you know, so you yeah. don't have the right to infringe upon my personal time unless you're gonna pay me, and that's that's really smart. Mm. Um, another thing that I've read, and, and this just blew me away, is that younger people are now looking at maybe having 10 jobs for their career for, for their lifetime, you know, where our generation two, three, four, you know, you're working at a company five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 15 years. years. Exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. saying, whoa, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm gonna work three years here, yeah. two years here, yeah. one year here, three years here. And that's actually a lot better for you mentally, because then you don't feel that sense of, okay, I've been here forever. You know, I'm not appreciated, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it opens up a just totally different way of thinking for you as an employee if you feel like you've got flexibility and some latitude with your career. I want back up to uh, what you were saying about, you know, after five and kind of in a, in a different kind of way. I remember us being on a vacation uh, with my cell phone uh, and I actually ran over the phone at the gas station. I sat on top of the car and ran it over. 
uh, I work for my, and I freaked oh, out. Yeah. We, we was the first day, you know, we was just getting to the place and we're going to be there a week. And I freaked oh. out. I'm like, oh God, my phone, I'm going to miss everything. And you know, da, 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 da. and after about that first five hours of being freaked out, I just said, you know what? The heck with this. I'm not going to even think about it anymore. That kind of thing. Do you know that was the best, most relaxing vacation ever in my life? And wow. I did not, I still had my laptop. Right. I was still able to see an email if I needed to but like you, you, you think you have to be connected to yes. all these things and that's this was even I mean social media was was here but not as as prevalent as it is now right and, no uh, you're absolutely right mm-hmm. when you think about you know my my first job and and, and and your first job we when you went home your boss couldn't find you right. you didn't have a cell phone right. and you could choose whether or not to answer your home phone and you could even say well I wasn't home right. when I heard the phone ringing and I just chose not to answer it the phone line was busy sometimes if you were on the internet (laughs) the line was busy you had barriers to people having access to you but now people feel like they should have access to you 24 hours a day and you feel like you should be accessible 24 hours a day and you really should not unless you are a physician somewhere on call for somebody to have surgery, saving somebody's life. You should not feel like you should be on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It, it is diminishing to your mental health. Again, and that's what this is about, you know, wellness in the workplace. And uh, I, I do want to reiterate again, though, that there are resources, depending on where you work, um, I, I don't know, you know, benefits are not quite the same as they used to mm-hmm. be, but, you know, there are programs that, that you can get engage with because again we're talking about the things that you can do right to make sure that uh, uh, your uh, wellness is, mm-hmm. is, is 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 being taken care of uh, uh, with your job mm-hmm. and so uh, you need to uh, definitely investigate those yes. things make sure that you know if they have counseling services available because sometimes you won't know that mm-hmm. unless you ask and also just ask what's the policy on me taking off time to go see a therapist you need to have those kinds of conversations with the human resources department and it's easy for me to say of course, we're sitting here talking about it, but you know, even though, and I have the same feelings, like every everything, everyone. Oh, I don't want to go down there because people are going to know. But you know what? Think about the people that you do know about. You thought about it for a second. Oh, Sally getting she down there getting therapy. You know, and they never for one minute they buzz about it, then they move on. To That's something right. Else. <laughs> like, uh, right. Well, you know, she getting therapy, so uh, yes. you know, and, right. and so it's not as bad. No. as a th- That's where all that stigma. Stuff no, no, it's not as Especially with all the conversations now that are being had around mental health awareness and access to care and especially in the black community online, you are now hearing celebrities, common folk, everybody talking about mental health. So so it is it is uh, uh, all right. So anything mm-hmm. else as, as it relates to this uh, with the work face, McKeever? Yeah. Um, also, I've heard and I forgot which which Fortune 500 company it was, but there's a company that has implemented a policy of um, not their employees not checking their emails after a certain time of day. Like they actually lock the mm. email system, mm-hmm. I think after six or seven o'clock. And when you think about it, cause I've, I've done this too. I mean, it's easy if you have email on your phone to be checking your phone 11, 12 o'clock at night, you wake up, you know, you hear something buzz and it might just be, you know, Candy Crush saying that somebody else has passed <laughs> you on a level and you open it and then all of a sudden you're in your email. Right. So, you know, it's, it's really easy to, to follow those unhealthy breadcrumbs into, you know, not making yourself have barriers and boundaries and to know that nothing is going to happen if you shut 
off your phone, or if you turn on your notifications, say from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. in the morning. I think by having this conversation, because today uh, there's teleworking, things have just changed. You know, it, it really has changed. But as you said, these these young people today, they're not messed up about that no mm-hmm. more. Hey, they're real the, clear. Gonna be calling me, right, 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 <laughs> and, and they have a different mindset about things, which I think some of us could could uh, benefit from. Absolutely. You know, they ain't messed up about getting no car. Mm-hmm. They call an Uber. They ain't messed up about getting no house. Right. They, 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 they rent and they fine with that. And uh, it's just, so you have to be able to be flexible mm-hmm. uh, and, and be uh, willing to, to, to reach out for help if you need it. Absolutely. And for you to know that as you're going through your work day, that your day should surround you and you should not be molding yourself to fit into your day. It should be the opposite. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Well, uh, hopefully, you know, when you go to work tomorrow, it's going to be a new day for you. Like Mm -hmm. you say, get into your cockpit with your coffee, turn on Black Middle Matters podcast, (laughs) listen to us tell you that it's going to be all right Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that uh, makes you makes you feel good. Because, again, you don't want to spend one third of your life at a place that is not making that is actually making you ill absolutely because then you can't turn that off when you come home you're bringing that home mm. thanks again so much uh, uh makiba for more information of course you can visit the website it's uh, blackmiddlematters.com send us an email uh you get the twitter instagram facebook all that good stuff and uh, we look forward to talking with you too awesome have a great day